This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Christian Perspective on the News. And uh, 7.30 means it's time for Dr. Peter Hammond and Christian Perspective on the News. Good morning to you, Dr. Hammond. Good morning, Brad. And while I'm sure many people are very happy that uh, we on level one at last, um, as far as uh, the whole lockdown lunacy goes, uh, but that is being done ostensibly to save lives. Well, one of the greatest threats to life is abortion. In fact, the greatest Holocaust going on in our country and throughout much of the world today is the abortion Holocaust. Well, something positive someone can do to save lives is to take part in life change. And since 1987, worldwide, there have been life change held every first Sunday in October. First Sunday in October is International Life Change Sunday. Mm. And so since 1987 in America internationally and since 1992 in South Africa, we have been holding life change every single year. And uh, African Christian Action has been coordinating these life chains which are normally held at the entrance to the waterfront between the Cape Town National Conference Centre and uh, the entrance to waterfronts on the big traffic island in Bakenkrug Street. Very busy intersection area where pro-lifers can line uh, the island in the middle, which is a good secure area, barriers all the way around that one can stand behind, and with placard posters and banners and flags in order to make a stand for life. And... Uh, over 1,800,000 babies have been killed through abortion in South Africa legally, officially, since the 1st of February 1997. It is horrific. And we need national prayer that seeks God's mercy and forgiveness for the national sin of abortion. If my people who are called by my name mm. will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from the wicked ways, then when I hear from heaven, I will forgive the sin and I will heal the land. We need God to heal our land. Yeah. And he will heal our land and forgive our sins if we, who are called by his name, will humble ourselves and pray and seek his face and turn from our wicked ways. That's in 2 Chronicles 7.14. Well, to participate in an international pro-life prayer rally like the Life Chain is a wonderful experience. And I've been doing it since 1992. In fact, my first born daughter, Andrea, was part of it in my backpack um, and as I was just doing traffic lights. And this, uh, my, all my family have been involved in life change their whole life because, in fact, I started having children the same week that we started African Christian Action. So my daughter now, Andrea, is 30 years old and we've got two grandchildren and my uh, and African Christian Action is celebrating 30 years this year. So we can join together with many Pro-lifers worldwide, and uh, previous pro-life uh, life chains have been up to a million people in 1,800 wow. locations worldwide. So it's, it's a wonderful uh, event to take uh, part in. And this takes place on Sunday, the 3rd of October, from 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. at the traffic ground in uh, Bakenkirk Street. Life chains will also be held in Tempton Park and Durban, and uh, we've got details uh, on that if anyone's got family in, in those parts of the country. But... It's important to speak up, and God's Word commands us, Proverbs 31, verse 8, speak up for those who cannot speak for themselves. And we seek to do this by putting, having messages on well-printed, produced uh, placards such as abortion kills babies, 
abortion, one heart stops, another heart breaks. Choose life so that you and your children may live. Babies are a blessing. Adoption, loving options. Jesus heals and forgives. These and many other creative posters have been produced over the years, and we've got some magnificent banners, abortion, the ultimate child abuse, and uh, choose life, very, very big and bold. And life chain participants are able to inform passing motorists and pedestrians as they line the streets. And uh, it's, uh, it's clear there's a lot of impact. There's a lot of hooting, a lot of thumbs up, a lot of positive comments from people passing by. And you can see that there's a lot of growing pro-life sentiments throughout. And people may say, well, what are we hoping to achieve through a life chain? Well, through these life chains, we're praying that God will enable us to reach mothers who are in a crisis who are considering abortion. To reach and encourage medical personnel, you must decide whether to compromise their convictions and participate in abortions or not. And, and of course, there's increasing pressure to bully medical professionals like uh, Dr. Uh, Foss, who was actually being bullied uh, to take part in abortion and uh, prevent from practicing medicine because he had advised the patient that life begins at conception and abortion kills a baby. Uh, you know, these are medical facts. And yet, here's, here's a dedicated doctor prevented from practicing for three years as a result of medical bullying by tyrants who don't want someone to have conviction in the conscience and to be treated with hypocritical, which is to do no harm to a patient and to give no abort fashion to a woman. That's been part of the hypocritical for mm. millenniums, not just centuries. Well, we also want to meet Christians who might need to consider volunteering to work in a crisis pregnancy center or to inform themselves on the matter so they can give more effective counseling to people going through a crisis. And to reach pastors, you need to be preaching on when life begins and how we are to love our pre-born neighbors. And the journalists, you need to present the other side of the story. And those politicians who enacted the legislation to legalize abortion, who need to reenact the legislation to protect pre-born babies from the violence of abortion. Of course, we're praying that lives will be saved. And one of the ways maybe we're in a municipal election year, in fact, we're just a month away from it, and um, we're praying that people will not waste their votes on pro-abortion parties. And to this effect, there's been a voters' guide set up, which will be available on Sunday, which includes the, uh, where the different parties stand on the matters of abortion. In Proverbs 24, verse 10, we read, If you falter in times of trouble, how small is your strength? Rescue those being led away to death. Hold back those staggering towards slaughter. If you say that we knew nothing about this, does not he who weighs the heart perceive it? Will he not repay each person according to what he has done? So Proverbs 2, 4, verse 10 is actually quite a challenge to us. And at the life chain, we just read thousands of pro-life leaflets. We've actually been printing special leaflets for this occasion, things like considering abortion and it's my body and abortion effects. And we've got these in English and Afrikaans and in Corsa and gospel tracts. And we're able to distribute thousands of these to passing motorists and even pedestrians crossing over the pedestrian bridge on the way to the waterfront. We trust God to change many minds and hearts as a result because God's word never returns void. It always prospers in the thing for which he has sent it. This is our 55 verse 11. So our placards and banners have provided at the last gen have pro-life information and points on the back for participants to 
engage in prayers to stand and silently proclaim the truth about abortion, why are we going to a busy intersection? Proverbs 1, verse 20 to 21 says, Wisdom calls aloud outside. She raises her voice in the open square. She cries out at the chief concourses. At the opening of the gate in the city, she speaks her words. And so it's, it's one of the biblical principles to go to the busy intersections and to go to the gate to the city and to make a stand and to call out. And this is part of fulfilling the Great Commission, too. This is a family-friendly event. Children are welcome. Whole families will be there. My grandchildren and children will all be there. And uh, none of my children have ever missed any of these events. And uh, uh, it's a wonderful family event. We need so many other pro-lifers and homeschoolers and uh, Christians that we might not have seen uh, for a long time. And it's, it's, so, it's a great event. Uh, it's important to always bring a hat and water bottle. Um, we will have big containers of water to uh, refill as needed. Um, if it's a hot day in particular, it can be important. But our involvement by prayer and practical participation is urgently needed because lives are at stake. Mm. Precious, innocent, pre-born babies are threatened by legalized abortion. Families are at stake. Our faith and our future are just We can make a crucial difference. And we think of the scripture, who will rise up for me against evildoers? Who will make a stand for me against the workers of iniquity? Mm. And 1 Corinthians 15, verse 57, but thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. So we pray that those who can join us, that we will see you at 2 o'clock on Sunday afternoon at the Birkenkracht Island in, uh, at the entrance of the waterfront and near the Cape Town National Conference Center. And those who cannot join us, if you could at least please join us in prayer. Let's remember this Sunday is International Life Change Sunday. That's the voice of Dr. Peter Hammond. He's the founder of Frontline Fellowship, the Reformation Society for Christian Action, and the William Carey Bible Institute. To you, Dr. Peter Hammond, thank you for your time and have a really beautiful day. Thank you, Brad. God bless. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.